Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Coming to you on Thursday, August 22nd from COG Studios. I'm your host, Josh Guessman, getting you ready for the big one. That's right, El Trafico version number five coming at you this weekend on Sunday, to be exact. So a lot of stuff is going to go into that. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Some words have been exchanged. Some shots have been fired. Uh, it's going to be another exciting El Trafico, and uh, and this Sunday sort of really makes a case for uh, what LAFC is, what the LA Galaxy are. So we're going to talk about all that. Also going to get you past the LA Galaxy's loss in the League's Cup to Cruz Azul. We have some uh, fun things that I'm sure we can talk and discuss about that as well. To help me do all of that, he's back in the studio. I'm back in the studio. I mean, really, if we're talking about the big news here, it's not so much that he's back, it's that I'm back. And rocking and rolling, but he is back and he is rocking and rolling as well. It's Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Eric, what's up, buddy? Ah, it's good to be back. You know, welcome back, welcome back home. Yeah, thank you. So, if, uh, if I am home, I, was, I don't, I don't really know where I, I am. Say, what time did you wake up? Uh, One a.m. West Coast time, so four a.m. Okay. East wow. Coast time. That's dedication to the craft. You know, on a Thursday night. But El Trafico 5, you, you can't miss it. I just want to, I can probably crash on your your couch whenever my wife decides that she's had enough of me. Yeah, I think we're both uh, <laughs> we're both going to be in trouble for, yeah, spending time away podcasting. Yeah, not going to get a lot of favors on the other side there. No, no, absolutely yeah, not. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get the bachelor pad going. Yeah, you know that, that's how it has to go. <laughs> I, I, say I had an interesting uh, interesting vacation on the East Coast doing a whole bunch of stuff. But the, the crazy part was last night we actually had to drive from uh, where we were at in New Bern, North Carolina to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. And we got to stare at the thunderstorm for like an hour. And it just Good kept getting times. closer and closer and closer until it swallowed us up. And I had to be going about 10 miles an hour on the road. You know, I... I, yeah, and an unfamiliar road. I can imagine that's just not a good thing. In a rental car. Like, oh. if it was my car, I feel like... Anyway, <laughs> that's that's how it always seemed to happen. I survived. Uh, you know, now you have the story. Yeah, it's something like that. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> so anyway, throw the positive spin on it. That's right. Time. That's right. Uh, so all's good, but uh, I'm back. Uh, I did get to watch all the games that I missed. Um, watched every single one. I think you guys saw me live tweeting most of those uh, on the East Coast. So got to see that and got to see this uh, Cruz Azul game, um, which, again... You know, everybody likes to jump up and down and trash the Galaxy for not running out a, you know, a quote-unquote first-team lineup, and then the reserves go in there and, and hold their own. And they hold their own. They do yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, who, who, who is trashing them? I guess people it's, who it's are unfamiliar with the team and... Liga MX fans. Yeah. You know, they're okay. all... You know, it was it was really the Cruz Azul guys were, were making excuses immediately as soon as the kickoff went. They were like, oh, well, this team is tired, and, you know, okay. you guys aren't even... But you're just playing reserves. How dare you? And it was like... Come on. And the, the, the tough part was also with the League's Cup, uh, with their promotion, I think almost every single one of their promotional posts or pictures had Zlatan on the front. When Pavone signed, they said Pavone is now going to be with the Galaxy with the League's Cup. So they were definitely trying to make it happen, you know, because, of course, you know, when you promote, those are the players that you're going to put out in front. Um, but the Galaxy really had no incentive to start those players. So when that game started and you saw the lineup, um, I mean, to quote Taylor Swift, I mean, I knew it was trouble. When you walked in, 
Wow. <laughs> so blame, shame on me, right? Is that how it goes? I don't. You're the Taylor Swift guy. I, I am. Correct but, my lyrics but, but you killed it so bad, so quickly. <laughs> I botched it, you that, know? That I'm not sure that it's it's worth saving. She's coming out with a new album, by the way. It's, I, I think actually some iHeart radio stations, this, is how, this is how crazy I, some iHeart radio stations are going to re, uh, release a new song every hour starting at midnight tonight, well, just in t- case you were. Good yeah. times. Wow. The Swifties. How, how many minutes are we in? Yeah, four minutes. Uh, yeah, that's four what minutes. happens when the league's cup takes over. I was gonna say, yeah, uh, but yeah, but I think the the takeaways from this it's one they're out, so there's no more games added to the ch- congested schedule. Uh, Cueo got a nice confidence building goal, even you know if you want to fault the goalie on that or, or, fault, or fault the defense. And then the second choice players they they went in and they only lost by one. As silly as that sounds, only losing by one when you look at that roster uh, against a, a first choice uh, Cruz Azul side. I don't think you can be upset. Uh, with the result, there are some people who say, well, do you really root for the Galaxy to lose? And, and you're not rooting for them to lose. You hope that the guys that are on the field are able to make something happen. But on the same token, um, you know, I'm not I'm not heartbroken that they went out on this tournament. Yeah, this isn't nobody- what's a, I'm not. My, my my chips aren't all in in the league's cut bag. Yeah, and, and even that, I mean, you look at the, the starting lineup and there are some starters in here that you're sort of like, hey, maybe you don't want to play the Fabio Alvarez, which the only yeah. reason you're sort of okay with that is because he got pulled earlier in the from game the from the game. Seattle game because of Dan Stair's red card and substitutions, which I think I talked about on Monday and said I wouldn't have done it that way, but they did. So Fabio Alvarez gets to play in this. Um, you had Joe Corona get some time in this. You had Sebastian Legette get some time um, in this game as well. So so, um, you know, let's see who uh, Zubak that wasn't Aurelia and Tuna came in in, yep. the, in the second half as well. Yeah, so Zubak and Tuna and legit. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you do have some starters in this. I'll say this. It being on a Tuesday and a game being on a Sunday, there's enough buffer yes. there that these guys get to recover. And, and I think that's what makes the Fabio move. OK. Uh, in addition to him being pulled early on Sunday on Saturday, excuse mm-hmm. me. See, I'm getting my days mixed up here. Who's the one who hasn't had any sleep? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm the one who brought the coffee in, and I'm, 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 my mind is lagging here. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I think, yeah, Tuesday to Sunday, even if you put a first-team first, first team lineup mm-hmm. um, with the Galaxy, I don't think it would have been bad because, again, the, with the games that they played, um, I believe they went Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, and they, they essentially played this first team all three games. Yeah, they did. The Tuesday to Sunday isn't going to be much different uh, than what they did before. No, uh, it, it's a good rest. So here, here's my big sort of takeaways from Cruz Azul. Um, I really liked Fabio Alvarez. He was at one point one of the best players on the team for either team, I thought. Yep. Um, played really well. Again, his confidence and his stock has risen so much with Pavone. And Pavone's not even on the field here. Yeah, I think Pavone, Pavone um, created that spark. He, he was kind of feeling comfortable. I think when Pavone came... Uh, and I, I'm not sure if I mentioned it here or if it was, you know, it's been a while since I've been on you, I know, because <laughs> um, you, you, you were busy or something. The, the wrinkle of um, Pavone and, and, and Fabio being friends, that's something that I didn't realize. And you see it on the field. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you see those connections there. So he, you see him playing on a different level than he was earlier in the season. So uh, to see him do it without Pavone on the field. That, that was a good sign as well. Yeah. Uh, also should point out in the, in, in the back line, uh, you know, people Gonzalez got to, gets the start here as well. Defenders, I know, I don't worry enough unless it's going to be a really physical game. I didn't feel like this was a physical game, that it was going to be, you know, uh, sort of anything that would be hard on the legs there. You saw Dan Starris and Dave Romney both get the start. Dan Starris gets the start, obviously, because he will not be yeah. playing uh, this Sunday because of his red card against Seattle um, for the denial of a goal-scoring opportunity, which in my mind was a little more 50-50 than everybody wanted to make it, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> See, so, to me, to your point i think it was the distance thing if we're gonna if do the, that from midfield the, i mean i i get he's the last man but at the same time there's a lot of room for error and other players who could track back 
that that to me was more of a a tough call than the, the actual challenge itself. My problem is I can't argue against it. Yeah. And so therefore it's one of those where I say, like, yeah, I get, I get where you're coming for. Yeah. I get where you're coming from on that one, but it, it, you know, yeah, but still, yeah, but still, um, Hashtag yeah, but still now officially trademarked. Um, so anyway, so like I said, Joe Corona was in there. So Flavio Alvarez for me was, was standout player. Um, Efrain Alvarez showed flashes again. This is the same old, same old for Efrain Alvarez. Um, couldn't make a lot happen during the run of play. His set pieces are deadly. And maybe that's enough, but it's not enough for how highly he's been touted. Um, so Efrain Alvarez for me wasn't, you know, a, you know, a clear standout in this one. Um, although, you know, he got sort of unlucky. Dan Starris got unlucky. They should have had a couple more goals in, yeah. in this. Well, and, and the one positive I will say is with Efra sometimes being inconsistent, this I think the the service was consistent in this game. If you're going to take something, his passing, his crosses seem to be on in this game because we've definitely seen games where his passing is off or he just doesn't look. Uh, it's not even flashes. He's just dis- completely disappears and doesn't doesn't give the correct service. So I saw good service from him. So I didn't see much else. But again, that's a positive that at least that element of his game, uh, that's something if he comes in later in the season, uh, you know, coming in late and feeding, you know, balls into the head of our, our, our captain, that, that could be a good thing. Yeah, it's like, he's a complimentary piece. But yes. again, he's not touted as sort of that complimentary yeah, he's piece. He's supposed to be the game changer. He's supposed to, and he hasn't been. And that's an adjustment period. Again, he's playing with, you know, men. I was going to um, say, he's also 17. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's one of those. Um, so, so that's how it is. And he can once again be the best 17-year-old on the field because uh, Julian Araujo is now 18. So, uh, you know, well, we can... And, we, we and can, Araujo was red-carded, so he couldn't play That's right. In this that's game right. Either. In this game, he was out. Um, the, the big sort of... Uh, let's see, another guy who did well before I go the guy who played horribly and i'm surprised um <laughs> is is it du- dupuy nick dupuy nick dupuy yep wow he had a great game six foot five central defender jack mcbean by the way was retweeting today and was like hey th- this guy's great like i'm like hey it's jack mcbean <laughs> there he is on twitter we found him there he was um but but dupuy was yeah I, he was a bright I, solid yeah Solid standing next to Gonzalez. I liked Romney and Stairs on the outside. That worked for the most part. I, I mean, I was gonna say you were the so you were the one. I was, I was like, whatever. Liked them on the outside. I don't care. It was, it was fine for a League's Cup game. I don't know if I'd say I liked it. Yeah, but, but it was fine. No. Um. So so Dupuy was fine. Uh. You know, Gonzalez was fine. I thought Lampson was fine. You know, but I don't know that he could stopped. Were, any yeah, of those the things. goals were nice goals. I mean, th- those were those were going to be tough goals to stop, regardless. Um. So I like that. Uh. Cuello for me is just I can't. <laughs> And and you everybody on Twitter was doing the same thing. Everybody was watching this game the whole time was like, get Cuello off yeah. the field. Get him off the field. Now, he broke up, I don't know, five or six opportunities yeah. going forward in the first half. He, then he hits this bomb out of nowhere. Yeah. And you're like, the reason that, and like you said, you talked about goalkeeper and, yeah. uh, and with Corona there, uh, Jesus Corona, who's an excellent goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, maybe he got a Chargers bounce in there because yeah. the field wasn't exactly in great shape. Yeah, he got a little, little turf, lucky turf bounce there. But but however you look at it, you know, uh, Jesus Corona, let's say he misplayed it. Let's mm-hmm. say let's just give him the benefit of the doubt. And normally he makes that save and he doesn't. The, one of the reasons he was so surprised by it because Qu- nobody expected yeah. Cuello to launch it from thirty <laughs> the yards. The audacity, the disrespect to try a shot from there. <laughs> it's uh, like he wasn't. Yeah. It was he was so bad that it yeah. was like. It, did you ever? Whenever you were growing up, there were people who had never played soccer before, and they would go out and they would play soccer, and they were really hard to like play against because yeah, they you, didn't do anything. It's unpredictable because <laughs> you know someone who who you know is good. At, you're absolutely right. He's good on the ball. You know they're gonna juke. You know they're gonna try something. But if someone's never played, you, who knows what. You're getting you, get a, you can get a football tackle you can get a toe a uh, big toe shot you know who knows what's going to happen so I, I totally understand what you're saying but the reason earlier i said it was a confidence builder he could have walked out of this game being done be, being done you know you know here was my one chance to, to shine and i just i i you know 
crap the bed here. Yep. Can I say crap the bed? You can. I All right. You, yeah. Okay. I'll, you know, I know we're uh, at a thousand subscribers. So yeah. Got to yeah. be careful. Family friendly. <laughs> right. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, so the fact that he was able to get an, a goal and something that was, uh, you know, semi spectacular, I think is a good thing for him because he doesn't walk out of this game completely dejected. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's his takeaway. I mean, he was still horrible. Yeah. And that's like, like everybody. And, and it's, broken clocks, right? Two times a day. Right? It's that's it, the saying. It was what? Yeah, it is. That is the saying. But it was one of these things where you sat there and if you're writing the game recap and bit, by the way, tip of the hat, shout out to Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, holding down the fort while I was gone, gave game recaps for all the game. He hates game recaps. He doesn't want to do them. <laughs> he's like, I guess I'll do them. I'm like, no, I'll write them from the yeah. East Coast. Don't worry. No, no, no. I got them. I got them. So, Larry, so like, Larry Morgan, tip the of the goat. hat. The goat, Larry yeah. Morgan. And happy birthday, by the way. If you didn't catch it, it was his 67th birthday, um, I think, over the weekend. Um, and I said something on the Monday show, but I forgot it until almost... I'm, I'm sure it was till everybody had turned it off already. It was right <laughs> at the end. I was like, ah, I forgot. I forgot this. But you anyway. Sing him happy birthday? Yeah, yeah. Larry Wright has to write the game recap. And if you write the game recap, you can't sit there and spend three paragraphs telling no. how horrible Quayo was. Instead, you get the two lines that say, and he scored a goal. And he scored a wonder goal. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it was like... It Have was, a day. Yeah, it was, it, it was one of those things where if you're writing a game recap, you can't spend all the time you want to on how bad it was for Quayo because there was... I mean... One of my the, one of the earliest plays there is that Quayo is going down the middle and there's a ball down the middle and Pontius is going for the ball and Quayo's right next to him and Pontius yeah. is looking at him like what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, and I thought Chris was, Pontius played fine by the way in the position that he was asked to play, fine, no and, problems. With and that. we need him getting reps because I think he's someone who could be an impact player uh, off the bench. We we talked about uh, Efra being someone who could be a game changer uh, in the end. I don't know that we've seen it. Uh, but Pontius is someone with his experience coming in later in the game could really contribute uh, to this team down the stretch. Here's the thing, and, and it, maybe this is unfair to sort of characterize that as this, because we saw a similar fight in the previous League's Cup game against Tijuana, and you saw that this reserve team goes out there and fights real hard and ends up winning in penalty kicks. Um, but this team is different since Christian Pavone came yeah. on, and they continue to show that in this game that they're different, and it's the confidence of guys like Fabio Alvarez that really shine for that. And Sebastian Legette, by the way, coming on, really taking the game to people. I mean, Sebastian Legette against Seattle was one of the best players the Galaxy had that Yeah, game. he seems to be finding his form back, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, can't, can't, can't argue with you there. You know, the... I was a legit hater earlier in the season, or a legit hater, for, for those of you with my pronunciation there. Um, so... I've definitely seen a turnaround, whatever is going on with his confidence. I don't know if it is Pavone being around and that just opens up space and allows him to be a little more proactive. But he had some great touches in that Seattle game. Uh, you know, world-class just bring downs and, and being able to, to make connections with those passes. I haven't seen him, him and Zlatan on the same page in the last two seasons. Right. And that Seattle game was the first time where you saw them finally – uh, get that chemistry together. Well, and it's about going forward, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we all agree that you, Sebastian Legette can be great on the ball, but he likes to go sideways and backwards yeah. more than he likes to go forward, and it's about getting that ball turning, finding the spaces, and then opening up those lanes, and that's what you're seeing now. Uh, same with Fabio Alvarez, by mm -hmm. the way. Whenever he first came into the Galaxy, it was a lot of sideways. Side side. You know, side to side, and it, that just kills the momentum. It gives <laughs> people a chance to come forward. You have to try to find those spaces in between and in behind these players, and especially against a team like uh, Cruz Azul, which the Galaxy didn't do a great job of, of really penetrating, but when you look at the stats, the stats aren't bad. <laughs> They're really not. I mean, eleven to nine on shots total, three to three on target, seven to five off target. Um, eleven to nine leading for Cruz Azul. The three to three is a tie. Seven to five for Cruz Azul. Um, the possession is only fifty six point five percent in favor of 
Cruz Azul, so a 13% difference. Yeah. That is a pop. And, and you talked about the game versus uh, Tijuana, where they got a late goal and took it to penalties. It looked very possible that they were going to steal another late goal and, and send it into penalties because with no overtime, it's, it's yeah. a coin flip. Who knows what could happen uh, in those penalties? So just the fact that they were in it. Yeah, I mean that's a good sign. There was a there was a great meme out there. If you're on Reddit and there's some some great LA Galaxy memes and and some stuff, and it was like LA Galaxy fans before League's Cup was we don't care about this tournament, yeah. it doesn't matter, <laughs> blah blah blah. And it's LA Galaxy fans at halftime looking up hotels in Las yeah. Vegas, you know, for September 18th. And by the way, if the Galaxy would have won and had to play in the September 18th, there are six games being played <laughs> by the Galaxy in league play in September for the Galaxy. So that would have been seven. That would have been seven and. Now you're in a Leeds Cup final, yeah. and you have to play your starters. You don't want to have to do that. Yeah, um, I, I think the only saving grace would have been if it was uh, Club America, and then you get Giovanni Dos Santos's Club America versus the LA Galaxy. But you know they went out before, so I was done before the game even. Started. That was it. Yeah, yeah that was. By it. the way, if you watch any of that game before, it was yeah. the cruelest thing oh, I've ever seen. Brutal. It's, it's, Absolutely it's, brutal. Uh, Club America goes up with, like with six or seven minutes yeah. to go. It's two to one. Everybody's like, "Oh, this isn't going to go yeah. to penalty kicks." And in the fifth minute of the stoppage time, yeah. there's a throw-in own goal, own goal <laughs> header, uh, which is just amazing. And yeah. then it goes to penalty kicks, and they lose on penalty kicks. So Ugh. yeah, that was that was fun. That was fun. Tigres. 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 They're a tough team. I I wouldn't have wanted to play them in a final. That that. Could have been the game that gotten ugly. Tijuana, they were able to hang in there. Right. Cruz Azul, they could hang in there. Yeah. Tigres, I don't know that they'd be able to hang in there. Yeah. People, people. By the way, if you're watching our live show, people are already noticing the sticker. The sticker. I was oh. going to say, don't bury the lead. We're, I thought we were yeah. saving. Are we saving? You, that? you can save it. We're we, going we, for we'll, it. We'll talk for it a little bit later. We've we'll got just merch, tease. Folks. We'll tease a little bit. We'll <laughs> see the people listening on the podcast, which is the majority of people. They don't know what's. They going don't know on. what's going on. So now they're going to stick around to find out what Ooh, that is. Do I you like see? It. Yes. See, you're a pro. This is why you're a pro. This is why. This I is hitch why my I wagon to the red podcast. Um. So anyway, so there, again, there's this larger thing at, at play though with with both leagues cup, um, with. Uh, you know, CONCACAF Champions League, and it's always about MLS versus Liga MX and, and whether the gap is closing. And this is the first tournament where MLS is more in form uh, than maybe, yes, maybe Liga MX. The timing of it is, well, is a little different. The one caveat being the, the Campiones Cup, right? where Atlanta, you know, beat um, Tigres, right? Am I yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, Club America. Club America. Hello. I think. Come on. I think so, right? See, Tigres yeah. was fresh yeah. in my mind. But yeah, yeah Club America was, was the team that they beat. So I think that was the first time in, in a long time that a MLS side beat uh, a Liga MX side. So the, you know, they're not, I still don't think they're there yet, but just the fact that you have the top teams in MLS might be able to hang uh, with those uh, Liga MX teams. And so the Galaxy being the final team in there, at least they're in the conversation. And I think that that gives them something to be proud of. Yeah, it's. Um, I, I think there's still a gap there. It's a money gap more than anything, and, and it's still that's 100 what it is. Continues to be that way. So we'll see yeah. what what the CBA brings about and how that goes. But I mean, if there were a lot of Mexican fans complaining that that you know MLS isn't playing their starters, and you had by the way uh, reporters both in English and Spanish that were criticizing the LA Galaxy for not playing their starters. They're, how do you expect us to take this seriously whenever you do this? And it's like whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, chill out. Um, that's not that's not how this is going to work right now. There's no incentive to not only in this particular version of it. It was club selected at yeah. I would say almost random or quote unquote for their marketability. Yeah. In order to be put, there was no qualification process. Now next year it goes to 16 teams. Yay. Um, <laughs> but six, at least they, at least we know now we're not finding out. Uh, when did we find out this tournament was starting? Uh, no, June. June. Yeah, yeah. 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 So so at least we know a, a year in advance. So there's gonna hopefully it will be baked into the schedule. Um, or at least you'll be able to plan for it a little bit better. So 
I understand that you know these tournaments have to stop start somewhere, and this um, you, this is coming from a guy who celebrated uh, the UEFA Nations League title for Portugal. So I'm all about <laughs> new competitions. He has the tattoo and everywhere, right <laughs> on the small of his back. It's yeah, great. Tw- tw- 2019 uh, League <laughs> UEFA Nations League champs. Right. Um, so I, I I get that part, but at the same time. If there's no cash, you know, the cash prize incentive, is that something that's really going to motivate? It is apparently young, some money. The and, and the players, players yeah. talked about getting the th- money. The I money think, was a motivator. I think that would be the only motivator as opposed to any type of status or any type of, um, you know, beating a, a Liga MX side. I don't think that was a factor as much to this. I don't think the pride was there uh, from the MLS sides. Yeah. Um, anyway, so overall, you know, a pretty good night. I would say it was marred once again by homophobic chance, but uh, well, that's I'm placing that more on CONCACAF than anything else. And, now. and that's something that I want to talk about, too, is um, having fans of another team. Right. Kind of, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, especially with our opponent, invade the stadium and kind of take over. Um, and I think this you saw this with the International Champions Cup when Real Madrid and Barcelona first came in about 10 years ago and started making these trips, complete sellouts, everything's good. And then now, you know, the attendance is really spotty at these games. Right. And I think the more educated the American fan base is, the less likely they are to, to go for what's kind of an obvious cash grab. And I think the LA galaxy fans looked at this and saw it for what it was and didn't show up. Right. And when you have Cruz Azul and a large, uh, you know, Mexican population in Southern California, it's an opportunity for them to see a team that maybe they haven't seen since they were children because they've moved out of the country. We saw some of that yeah. too. People were talking exactly. about people who had not seen, you know, their team Cruz Azul play yeah. since they were like seven years old exactly. or, or so, whatever it was. So of yeah. course the novelty of that is going to bring out more Cruz Azul fans. And then when you factor that in with the fact that LA galaxy fans just had two games, in the course of five days, and then this is a tournament that maybe they don't value. It's not part of a season ticket package, so that knocks down another uh, you know level of people. So I don't think you can really look at that and say what a shame that the LA Galaxy fans didn't show up. Kai Kamara made you know a statement that was kind what of ridiculous. Kai, why you know, is Ka- Kai Kamara Col- <laughs> even? And the, so one Kai Kamara, two <laughs> Colorado Rapids, and three you know if anything, it's a feather in the cap to, that the Galaxy fans know better. And this isn't against anyone who went to the game and rooted for the team and wanted them to win. It's not a knock on you, but you can't knock the people who didn't want to go either because they saw they saw it for something different. Yeah, um, I, I don't. There's been players opening their mouths lately that I'm like, who are you to start <laughs> talking? We're gonna talk about one particular later, but um, you know, just Wayne Rooney at least whenever he speaks, and I know people were sort of hammering on him as like because he talked about the the lack of charter the flights risk, and, yeah. and 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 all these things and the twenty the twelve hour travel day that could have been six, but yeah. you know, thanks MLS. Th- no, actually, thanks MSL. Oh, MSL, <laughs> thank you. Yes, you're absolutely right, uh, Wayne Rooney. But you know, it, it's. I'm telling you right now, it's part of the union strategy is to get some of the bigger yeah. name players who have in previous years been left out of sort of the CBA conversation because David Beckham was like, what do I care yes. about the CBA? <laughs> um, he doesn't I'm, need to do I'm it. I'm playing private anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so you're looking at this, but, you know, Wayne Rooney says it. You know, Zlatan Ibrahimovic says it. This is all part of the players sort of build up. But when Kai Kamara comes out and is trying to, you know, question why there were no Galaxy fans and a place where if you look at Colorado, where you, whenever I go to Colorado Rapids games, which, by the way, I watch more Colorado Rapids games than probably anybody uh, whenever I'm visiting my son. Um, the, their stadium is literally plagued. It is, literally it plagued. Plague. Yeah, the plague is plague. literally at their stadium. It, yeah, it is. But uh, also, so we don't forget it, if we want to circle back to, to the chant as well. I know we kind of got off yeah. topic. But uh, I, I think you think it's on CONCACAF? 
because I what what is the the stadium staff supposed to do? Yeah, well, I mean that's sort of the thing that the announcement one is the announcement needs to be in Spanish as well as English, and okay. that's something somebody has. And I agree with that one hundred percent. You know, try to again, we're trying to educate more yeah. than. Uh, but as as people were rightfully saying, there's what are you going to do? Kick out the entire you know fan I base? Think, I think yes. I, I think that's the answer. But, and I know that happened. This is a harebrained idea. It's one of those things that probably won't happen. Armchair. Uh, quarterback type of deal here but i think there needs to be one game in in the competition where you give the warning in english and in spanish say happens again we're, we're clearing everybody out it happens and you clear everybody out fans of both teams play behind closed doors that happens one time and and i think that it sends shockwaves and they say well last time this happened they literally threw everyone out of the stadium so we're not going to do this again i think th- you have to have a, a, a brass pair to try to pull that because then, you know, we're talking about people who want refunds and, uh, yeah. you know, it's not fair because we weren't saying the chant. Right. But I think you kind of need to, to bite the bullet on something like that well, because otherwise it's, it's just not going to stop. I don't know that you have to go that far because I think there was a, a second league or a second division French game where they were chanting stuff and he stopped the game. And they stopped it for a minute, and yeah. they warned everybody. They said, "If pull the players off, yeah, yeah, we're going to pull the players yeah. off. Mm-hmm. And if you keep, if you do it again, we're stopping this game. Yeah. Like this is a real threat now." And that's what I think. Again, it just—it's not something I want to focus. We've talked about it a bunch, yeah. um, but it, it's something where it's clear that if they want to do the job of getting rid of it, um, and you know, everybody can have their little arguments about whether or not it's a slur or not. Um, I thought Pablo Maurer um, at MLSist uh, had sort of the best take on it so far. Um, and it's not something I, I had to save it because it was one of those things. Um, and, and basically, Pablo said, you know, I think this varies based on country of origin. So he admits yep. that in different countries, it it's may be cultural. Mark. He That's goes, fair. if you say that word in Mount Pleasant in D.C., it's 100 percent a slur. It's also in the dictionary as a slur. My father, who's a linguist with a Ph.D. in Spanish, says it's a slur. So he's sort of saying, you know, there's lots of reasons to do it. And I've, you know, again, I understand I sound, you know, um, this is a white guy trying to talk about this, but I, I do talk to people and I talk to enough people where I feel like I'm, I'm fairly, I understand that there are different meanings and I understand it. You, you might think, but it, it just comes down to, can't you use a different word? Could you, could you do something else? If you're, if you understand that there's somebody there who is trying, who, who was coming to a game who might feel like they shouldn't come to that game because they're hearing this, isn't that enough for you to be like, dude, that's not cool. You want yeah. everybody to feel like they're, they're cool at games. I think we're past the point where we were having the argument should it be allowed? Should it not be allowed? Um, the powers that be have deemed that it should not be allowed. You know, if you're if you're driving on the freeway and you say, you know what, my car has airbags, I have a seatbelt on, I, I should be able to go 120 because my car can handle it. I'm a professional driver. I know what I'm doing. Right. But no, there are other powers that be and other laws that say no, you can't do that, and you'll get in trouble if you do it. And at this point, there have been rules put in place that this is not something. Uh, that we want to see in our stadiums and the rules need to be adhered to. So the argument of should you, shouldn't you, we're past that point. It's just now how, how are we going to uh, move forward and make that change happen? Anyway, uh, just another side Moving note. Moving on. Yeah, side <laughs> note to that game. Um, the uh, League's Cup. Again, League's Cup for me uh, was, uh, I guess, as much success as you're willing to sort of, you know, die into it. I, again, I agree with you that Galaxy fans said we're not paying for this. Yeah, uh, this is trumped up. Clear. It's BS. It's in the middle of uh, an important playoff run for the LA Galaxy. We're not paying for it, and I think that you voted correctly. Um, at least in my mind, you voted correctly. Um, that's that's what this is. If it's going to be a money grab now, next year it comes with qualifications. And by the way, the LA Galaxy look like they're going to be qualified for it right <laughs> now. Uh, basically, if you're not going to the Concacaf Champions League, then it's a top four from each, each conference. Um, outside of those that are already going to the CCL, which means right now, if the LA Galaxy are in third place, not going to the CCL in terms of just finishing in the regular standings, uh, regular season standings, would be qualified for this. 
um, as well. So that's that's that's. So now, does it take on more importance? I've said it does take on more importance when you qualify for yes, it. Agreed. It takes on more importance when there are now eight teams from each league. Um, and to your point, if they can bake it into the schedule, yes. now you can start paying attention to it. And, and see, if, if these were afterthoughts, you know, shoved in on Tuesdays because this MLS schedule is already out and you had to, you know, you weren't going to do Friday nights, you weren't going to do Saturdays or Sundays. But if you put this game on a Saturday, on a Sunday, on a Friday night, you might get better attendance and maybe a Galaxy fan who says, you know what, I'm not, I'm not into the idea of the League's Cup. It's a Friday night. I love the LA Galaxy. I'm going to head out to the stadium. That's a factor as well. Also, uh, offer season ticket holders $5 tickets. I mean, you want you want to fill it up with Galaxy <laughs> or fans. Or it's part of the package. Or it's part of, well, see, you always say that, but they don't want to ever give it away for free. But $5 is basically for free. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just just one of those things. All right. Uh, so, again, the LA Galaxy bounced from League's Cup. So, that means you we don't have to talk about it anymore. This was it. The League's, League's Cup. Cup. I wanted yeah. to get the anthem one more time. Are they, did they have an, did they have an anthem for it? That That's was it. League's Scott, the yeah. league's cut. Wow, amazing. <laughs> Voice they, of an I angel. think they could have. <laughs> All right, Rolf Felcher. Um, by the way, have, people know that Rolf Felcher sings like like an angel, right? They do now. They do now because yeah, if, you, if you follow at Galaxy Profile, you def, you definitely know. That's why I wait for those. Not only sings like an angel, right. but he's got the dance moves to accompany it. Does he take his shirt off immediately? Too? Oh yeah, he's smooth. Yeah, there you go. All right, good. <laughs> Uh, if you're in the chat room right now, they are currently obsessed with um, with whether or not I had crabs whenever I was on the East Coast. Okay, food uh, food wise. Yes. Again, you're married, so yeah. careful. Yes, food. Mar- Family show. Maryland blue crabs. Did, okay. Yes. Did indeed. You soft know, shell. Uh, we did soft shells. Well, okay. But uh, the Maryland blue. I. This is the problem for a guy who grew up on the West Coast and doesn't crab. It's a different thing. It's 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 totally. And my wife has to like help me. Yeah. You know. So it's like it's kind of <laughs> your, your fingers aren't calloused from from. From right. ripping the crab right. open. She's, yeah. she's, she's like, oh, you're doing it wrong. I'm like, what? I, I thought I was doing it. No, no. Here, let me help you. You got to put, see, I put my fingers here. And she's, listen, she's the most uncoordinated person in the world. I love her to death, but she's the most, and she can take yeah. a crab and it's, just like. It's hey, cultural. Oh, man. Yeah. Was not brought up that way. And I was not brought up that way. I had Good like, times. I had three crabs. And I won't mention how many she had, but it was more than three. Yeah. All right. I three, and, and it, it took me like an hour. I was gonna say, and it was three, not because you didn't want more. It's just that that's all your hands could take. From, yeah, peeling those crabs. It's like chicken wings and sunflower seeds. You're never gonna get full from either of those. That's never gonna happen. You can never have enough chicken wings. You yeah. have to eat for like three hours in Absolutely. order to get enough chicken wings. All right. Uh, let's go on to the standings because I know we're gonna have to quickly, quickly transition into El Tráfico because that's what everybody is paying attention to right now. Uh, that game coming up on Sunday. We are gonna preview it, so hang on there. Let's do it. Uh, the Eastern Conference right now, you look at Atlanta United and Philadelphia Union. Um, by the way, if you ever thought the Philadelphia Union were still going to be up near the still, top of the, the Eastern still. Conference, they're still just hanging yeah. on. Uh, 27 games played, so actually Atlanta has a game in hand. Atlanta has been coming on strong, so uh, all of the horrible play that they've been having since they switched coaches. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's still like, have a lot of talent on that squad. It's a national crisis. They almost shut down Chick-fil-A for this. Yeah, Frank DeBoer had to almost go into hiding that poor guy. <sighs> well, Frank does have some bad takes, <laughs> so, you know, he's, he's not helping himself either. But anyway, so Atlanta and Philadelphia tied right now 45 points apiece on, in the Eastern Conference. You have New York City FC at 44 points. The New York Red Bulls at 41, so both New York clubs. So you got New York, New York, and Philadelphia. Um, and then Atlanta in there, and then D.C. not too far behind that as well, but D.C.'s sort of been slipping and sliding lately. Um, and then you have New England Revolution, 35 points. Bruce Arena getting his play, his team above that uh, that line in, in his first little stint taking say, over. It's, it's really spectacular what he's done with that team, with essentially the same players. He brought in, uh, you know, a DP acquisition, but but they were making, they were making progress before he arrived. So 
uh, you know, hats off to you, Bruce. Well done. All right. Yeah, he's, he's the magician. That's what he does. Um, anyway, uh, Montreal Impact currently sitting just above the line as they fired. Okay, wait a minute. I just have to, just for a side, <laughs> they offered Remy Gard a long-term contract, or at least were in the talks to offer him a long-term contract, and a week later they fire him and hire Wilmer Cabrera, who was just fired from the Houston he's, Dynamo. Yeah, it's very French. What is what is going on? <laughs> oh, all right. Anyway. It's bizarre. I, I don't. Anyway, yeah. so Orlando City just below the line. Toronto FC with all that talent, second year in a row. Uh, Greg Vandy could be in trouble here uh, with uh, with them sitting in ninth right now, looking to miss the playoffs. Chicago Fire uh, down near the bottom. FC Cincinnati at the very bottom. Columbus Crew sitting just above twenty seven. So FC Cincinnati, the worst team in Major League Soccer by a large margin. Yeah, zero point six nine points per game. Yeah, eighteen points total. Uh, the last place team in the Western Conference is twenty seven points. Um, so basically, they're uh, they're gonna get that wooden spoon. It's coming, wooden spoon time. <laughs> there you go. Cincinnati. They have a supporters group, right? They'll be able to They'll accept able, it. I think they're part, <laughs> they should be part of the independent supporters council, so nice. they should be able to accept it. I don't know that that's true, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, anyway, so uh, Western Conference, it's LAFC by a mile. They are the uh, they've already clinched a playoff spot. Uh, they're likely, and I mean likely, it's it's almost a given now that they're going to win the supporters shield. Yeah. Um, Sixty one points now uh, ahead of Minnesota. Minnesota has forty two points. The LA Galaxy forty. 41 points, Real Salt Lake, 40 points, Seattle Sounders, 40 points, uh, San Jose Earthquakes, 38, Portland Timbers, 37. I, you know, I've been reiterating this. I need to keep beating everybody's head on this. The Galaxy don't need to win out. They don't need to do any of this stuff. They just have to keep treading water. And Ugh. the Western Conference is going to beat each other up down Ugh. the stretch. I, I want to feel comfortable with that third you, place. You shouldn't be. But that, that 42 to 37, that is from two to eight is just way too close for comfort with with. The, even though there's not a lot of games left, that's there's, you know, there's not a lot of points. That's two games, a two game swing, a two game losing streak, and you're, and, and, and you're out, and you're out. Yeah, and you know, I, if everything bounces the other way, I mean, obviously with scheduling, uh, you know, maybe these teams play each other, and two, a two game losing streak doesn't necessarily put you out, but you know, mathematically, that that could be enough to put you on the outside looking in, which would not be a good look, especially with how well the Galaxy have been playing. Yeah, we're going to go over the schedule here in a little bit. There's some games for the Galaxy here uh, to, to get into a better position. Um, and we'll talk about what there's this Sunday is one of them. Um, <laughs> but but we can talk about that later. Anyway, uh, Supporters Shield, like we said, it's LAFC with 61 points. Atlanta is in second with 45 points. Philadelphia, 45 points. The LA Galaxy. For as bad and as good as they've been, because they are Jekyll and Hyde, you never know what's going to show up. They are currently sixth in the supporter shield. They are showing as with most teams, only one, the Philadelphia Union, uh, two, New York Red Bulls have 27 games played right now um, in that top seven. And the LA Galaxy, uh, with a game in hand, are the sixth best team in Major League Soccer in terms of points. Just it, yeah. if, if it all comes down to points, <laughs> if there's no moral victories, which there yeah. aren't, right? If it all comes down to points, the LA Galaxy Still are the sixth. sixth best team in Major League Soccer right now. Which, given some of the disappointment, especially recently, it, it, how? How how does that happen? And, you know, uh, 538 is a website that I like to go to. So looking yes. at their power rankings, they mm. have the Galaxy fifth in the West. So if they're sixth in the league by points, by power rankings, you know, you know, with the odds working to the end of the season, they would wind up in fifth. Was does does not make me comfortable given you know needing a home playoff game. When you look at power rankings throughout the whole league, they're eleventh. Right. And to me, that feels like how they've performed. Not necessarily you know in the last few games, but over the course of the season, eleventh feels like that's about where this team has been in the league. doesn't mean that they can't turn it on and they have the potential to make things happen, but they feel like 11th in the league. That's what my eyes have shown me. But the, just the fact that they're technically sixth and still holding on to that third place spot, that's a good thing to, to make those mistakes 
and still essentially have uh, be holding court and being being able to say you can have a home playoff game. That that's a good thing. That's a positive spin. Here's the thing. I think if you if you look at you know the LA Galaxy and they put two good games together where they absolutely dominate, I could see them jumping on the power rankings to like third because they have the talent to yeah. be one of the top three teams, best teams. Is a, and I said this, and, I, and I'll back it up again. Um, the LA Galaxy, when they play like they're supposed to play right now, are one of the top two best teams in the Western Conference and maybe one of the top two best teams yep. in Major League Soccer. They're right there. They've they're right shown there. they can be right there. And, and so, and, and by the way, if they keep beating the one team that probably sits at number one, <laughs> it's going to be hard not to put them above that team. It's good enough. So, uh, you know, it, it's so hard to sort of tell. But again, the, the, the game's coming up, obviously. Uh, LAFC, which we're going to talk about shortly. Um, then you have the Seattle Sounders uh, away. Listen, Seattle is a shell of itself right now now um i think they can be dangerous i think that they can they can turn it on they can do stuff but they do not look like they have the pieces to put to, i don't think they're a playoff team i think they missed the playoffs and i think playing them this close to the last time you played them and knowing that a 10-man side was you know what were they 10 minutes away from from taking three points and coming from behind to to win a game i think that's going to stick with this galaxy team and when they travel away um, to Seattle that they're going to have that mental edge that they need uh, to get points on the road. Okay, all right. And, and just a reminder that uh, if the LA Galaxy want a home playoff game, um, they need to finish in the top four, right? Because the number yes. one gets the bye, mm-hmm. right? And then basically, you, so number one won't play. It'll be, you know, two versus seven, three mm-hmm. versus six, and, and four, four versus five. five. With four hosting. With four hosting. So they need to be at least in the top four right now because one uh, one on both sides will get that by. So again, the top four is where the LA Galaxy want to be. That at least it guarantees them one playoff spot and, or, and or it, one home playoff game. And if you're projecting a little further, which I like to do and, and jump to wild conclusions, if the other team is going to end up in first place, you really want second or third. Yes. Because then the eventual meetup would be in a Western Conference final. Because if you end up with fourth and you do advance, you catch them next, as opposed to the buildup, the climax, the drama that a Western Conference final one game knockout. That I mean, you're getting me hot. It, it doesn't. It doesn't get better. You're than getting that. me hot bothered. I can't handle <laughs> it. So we really want to finish finish second or third. Um, one of the things that I also want to say though is that um, if that team is going to be first, then you want them basically to win all yeah. their games from here 100%. on out, except maybe Sunday. Um, <laughs> and so, and, and by the way, I, I'll, I'll say this even before we get to that. I don't think Sunday determines the LA Galaxy's playoff yes. positioning. That game almost doesn't matter. It matters in a whole bunch of other reasons, but probably not in the playoff yeah. race does it matter all that much. Yeah, and we'll get to the preview later, but I have thoughts on on, Good. on why that may, but may be a different result than maybe we want. Away to Seattle. Away to Colorado. So points, points. Play Kai Kamara can see all the LA yeah. Galaxy fans. <laughs> Stay away from the Prairie Dogs. <sighs> prairie Dogs and the Plague. <clears throat> <clears throat> prairie Dogs. Toxic man. dirt in Miami. What else do you want? <laughs> yeah, building on a dump. Hey, you, you don't want good, good choice. By, by the <laughs> way, <David Beckham. laughs> by, by the way, most of the dirt now in the United yeah. States in areas is going to be have to be remediated. Yeah. You're talking to a guy who does this all the time. You're going to have to remediate. There's That's, only so much re- real estate left now <laughs> there you go sometimes you got to find the places nobody else wants um all right so that it's home to sporting kansas city who are a shell of themselves this year it's home to montreal who i don't know what they're going to be under wilmer cabrera i, I say, have no w- idea wilmer cabrera is montreal uh, traveling across multiple countries a oh, longest road trip yeah it, yeah. it oh yeah and that's always a, it yeah. works well when it happens in this yeah. direction then a way to real salt lake who don't have a coach right now with with uh, petke getting tossed 
That was weird too. Uh, so Petke getting tossed, and then home to Vancouver, who I, should be, should be, and then away <laughs> to Houston, which was should be right. <laughs> so you look at these, and you points are there. The points are there. Yeah, the points are there for the Galaxy to secure a high ranking. I was gonna say, my mind tells me yes. Yes, I know, but the what five, do your eyes the, have seen? My my eyes have seen actually the last few games. Eyes have seen good things. So so if they can keep it up and peak at the right times, mm-hmm. you know that's the key to success here. Uh, they they can be good. I've seen uh, since Pavone's arrival. I, uh, I really like the way this team has been playing. Yeah, and and I think you should. I wanted to see if we could bring up real quickly, um, looking at the if the playoffs started today sort of uh, look at who would be playing who and how it all goes. Um, it would be the LA Galaxy in third, right, third mm-hmm. seed versus the San Jose Earthquakes in sixth. Tasty. Tasty to start, right? <laughs> Hosting that game. Um, I don't think the Galaxy match up well against San Jose. Uh, I don't think a lot of teams really match but up well. They've played them twice and have game film and, and something to build on. You would hope that that would be an outcome. Um, <laughs> I trust our coach. Yeah, okay, good. I like it. Um, it would be Minnesota, the second seed, hosting the seventh seed, Portland Timbers. Uh, that's Minnesota gets bounced in that game, guaranteed. Uh, <laughs> and then Real Salt Lake hosting Seattle. I think RSL would win that game right yeah. now. I mean, so anyway, that's how you see. And then it would, like I said, a first-round buy for LAFC. On the other side of things, it would be the Philadelphia Union hosting the Montreal Impact. Uh, New York City FC hosting the third seed, uh, hosting the sixth seed, New England Revolution. Bruce Arena gets that win, guaranteed. <laughs> Bruce in the playoffs, come on. And a round one matchup of the fourth seed, New York Red Bulls versus the fifth seed, DC United. Ooh, that's tasty. Hola, come Kamara's DC United. Ola Kamara. Ola Kamara with his goal. Did it make you a little angry? It made it made Perry Kitchen angry. Did you see that? <laughs> no. no. He, so on, again, if you follow at Galaxy Profile, uh, he Ola Kamara made an Instagram post that said, you know, MLS, did you miss me or something like I'm I'm back and posted the goal and uh, and Perry Kitchen commented. He said, no, go back to China. <laughs> so I was like, I'm right there with you, Perry. I'm on your side. Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Kevin. No, no, that was a parry. He gets parry for that one. He gets parry for that one? (laughs) That's high enough. All right. Uh, Well, let's move now and turn over to this LAFC game, a game coming up on Sunday, August 25th at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. That's right, a Sunday evening in Los Angeles when we all have to be at work the next day because MLS really wants to capitalize on this nationally televised game and Fox Sports is going to televise three games in a row and oh my gosh, they're hyping it so much. It's a little nauseous in terms of what the league is trying to do with, with this game. It's This game is already huge. Yeah. Um, and I love the people who are like, it's not a rivalry. And it's like, well, who said it's not? Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I've yeah. seen those people. They, there's it's Portland, they, Portland and Seattle fans. That's who it is. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you why they're wrong is because they're not here. You don't, you don't live it. You don't breathe it. You don't eat it. This is a real rivalry. The fan base doesn't like each other. The games have been spectacular and you can't say, Oh, well the games, you know, just because the games have been good, it doesn't make it a good rivalry. Absolutely not. That's exactly what makes a good rivalry. When you have teams that aren't, you know, quote unquote rivals because of their proximity, when they play each other well, those are the teams that become rivals. And, you know, you look at Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're, they're not 20 miles across from each other. But why are they rivals? Because when they meet, it's, you know, it's, it's on. A, it's on. It's, yes. These are two top-level teams going at it. So, you know, people who say this isn't a real rivalry just 
are people who are not here. You you're, you don't live it. You don't breathe it. It's it's a real rivalry. Yeah, they they were showing tickets like the cheapest ticket you could get right now is like one hundred and sixty dollars and something yeah. like that. Mostly because they play in a matchbox. But other than that, it's, <laughs> there's other reasons for that as well. It's it's a highly touted yeah, game, and it's probably going to be like one hundred and fifty for parking. Yeah, it, so it, take the metro. The only people I agree that it's not a rivalry with is that well, LAFC hasn't won a game, so where's the competition? <laughs> and I like that take. I like it's saucy. It's saucy. Yeah, I like it. It's a little spicy. <laughs> you know, give it. Get, I like that. That's that's some of that stuff. So that that's good. All right, uh, are you are you? Yeah, are you? Re- I didn't rehearse, but I have I have something written down. You have something written down. <laughs> Is it like a sentence? Do I am I going to be like no, no, start no. it? No, I did, and then I stop did it? some work. I may have my wardrobe may have coordinated where I'm going with it. You know, all right. I'm ready. I'm always ready. All right. Well, if you're ready, I'm ready. And I know that the chat room is ready as well. So here we go. LA Galaxy facing off against LAFC on Sunday, August 25th, a 7.30 p.m. kickoff time on Fox Sports 1. Here we go. El Trafico, Episode 5, Return of the Zlatan. A not-so-long time ago, and a galaxy 22 miles away, it is a dark time for our boys in blue, white, and gold. Although their rivals were destroyed a month ago, they have only managed to grab four points in their last five games. Evading the dreaded Tam and Gam of the MLS salary structure, our group of freedom fighters, led by Guillermo Barros Scalotto and Dennis Teclosa, have established a new secret weapon on a free loan from Boca Juniors, Christian Pavone. The evil Lord Bob Bradley, obsessed with finally beating the crown jewel of the league, has dispatched thousands of classic fans to probe and troll the far reaches of our galaxy. They've sent the bounty hunter, Mark Anthony Kay, to say they're trying to hold on to the last bit of what they got. To me, he just sounds like a stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Come this Sunday, they'll try to beat us again, and once again, they will probably come up short. Search your feelings, LAFC. You know it to be true. Zlatan is your father. Oh, uh, yes. All right. That should get us rocking and rolling for this. That was good. <laughs> that I was on it. short notice. I, I feel know. good about it. I know. It was good. I'm Pe- warmed up. Now I'm ready to play. People are worried that the show is going to be short because we started our preview like five minutes before <laughs> we normally do. It's LAFC. It's LAFC. We'll have plenty to talk about. There's <laughs> lots to talk about. All right. Everybody calm down. I like it, though. I like the enthusiasm. I like that you know our show. I like that you're following, all right? So I, I like all those things. So you keep up the good work. I'll yes, keep up the good we'll, we'll do our job. We we'll, appreciate you. We could talk about nothing for hours, yeah, all right? We, we already do. We just get to flip the mics on. <laughs> They're like, Eric already won. He didn't already win. Don't give him that that satisfaction, yeah. all right? All Knock right. me down. Stay humble. Stay, stay humble. <laughs> keep that head in check. Yeah, I'm going to start getting merch if I get too comfortable here. Yeah, I know. Hey. No spoilers. Um, All right. LA Galaxy, like I said, facing off against LAFC at Bank of California Stadium coming up on Sunday, August 25th, 7.30 p.m. Kickoff time. Fox Sports 1. LAFC coming off of wins over Real Salt Lake over the weekend. A 2-0 win and then a 4-0 dismantling of San Jose uh, midweek uh, that had people crying tears of joy for some reason over Carlos Vela dribbling through traffic cones. My God, those people have families. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, like, my God. I'm he like, dribbled in a straight line and every that was like, you know, Harlem Globetrotters, you know, the... Versus the, yeah, the generals? Yeah, the, the, generals the, the senators? Kept, Which one was it? The, the generals. Washi- the Washington... Is it Washington the generals. generals. The generals. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So they're just diving out of the way. So, um, you know, credit to him. He, he put it away. Uh, you know, I don't want to discredit it too much, but Pump the brakes a little bit. Jeez. The goal of the year has been scored. <laughs> you know, that one that one hurt because it came from Kobe Jones. Kobe Jones, you were at El Trafico 4. You saw Zlatan's first goal. You know that Carlos Vela goal was not goal of the year. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that. Uh, LAFC uh, coming in again hot. I mean, listen. This Their last team- loss was... 
on well, July 19th. To the LA Galaxy. To the LA Galaxy. Um, Five-game win streak. And, and that's really what you're looking at here for, for LAFC. I mean, their their form has been good. They're, they're in top form. They are the best team in the league. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Most consistent team. Uh, they play very well as, as a team as well. I mean, just 11 players. Carlos Vela is setting all sorts of records. All that stuff is stuff that you already know. Um, the most important part of all that is that they have not beaten the LA Galaxy in any of the four previous Cali, Cla- Cali Clasicos. El Traficos. I was, thinking, <laughs> so I was looking at San Jose. Rally, yeah. I was looking at San Jose, and I was, I was talking about uh, LAFC. Um, and that's really where this all comes down to. Um, you look at, you know, just, just in, in terms of where they get the goals and their goal differentials and the way that they play, and they are and they should be the better team. They fire on all cylinders. They do. When, they, when they're clicking, they're clicking well, and that's why you just see... Uh, the, just the obscene amount of goal differential. Um, you know, they, they're a team that clicks well. You, you can easily point and say, you know, Carlos Vela, he's the reason why this team works, but he, he's surrounded by a lot of good complementary pieces. Um, I'll, and that's t- the last good thing you'll hear me say. No, I, I mean, it's going to be difficult <laughs> I mean, not to fair. say. It is what it is. It, 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 we have to be realistic here and tell and be honest with, with our listeners. Well, well, Dennis DeClosa says it, and if you listen to him talking it's shrouded in sort of, if you read between the lines, you know what he's saying. But he's saying, listen, he goes, if you're an expansion team and you're coming into this league, you should be good. He knows he that goes, they have right, a stacked deck. Right, know? right. And he's, <laughs> like, he's like, you don't have bad contracts. Um, you don't have like these things that have follow, that follow the team year after year after year. That comes. That yep. comes as it comes. I mean, Atlanta, even transitioning through coaches and doing yep. stuff, they had bumps in the road already. And, you know, their fan base was, oh, wait, wait, <laughs> we're, not, wait we're not winning everything. Um, and that's that's really what you know, you have to sort of look at here is that, you know, LAFC put themselves together well. They did a good job. They're coming in now and they have a chance to really, you know, set records in this league and to win it all. But I'll tell you, and you heard it on Monday night when I was talking is that this this team reminds me too much of the San Jose Earthquakes team in 2012, yes. which was that team was, oh, this team is unstoppable. There's nothing they could do. And even that team regular season would come in and smash the galaxy. Yep. Doesn't matter. None of that matters. And that's that's sort of where this all comes to is the LA Galaxy have been a mental block for LAFC since this since they started as a team. And I th- I think that is the, that is the key right there because you see this happen quite a bit teams that run away with a regular season uh, lead but when the games count especially in the American system with a playoff these are teams that don't face adversity. Uh, so LAFC for the most part has not really had a tough road. Everything has kind of clicked and worked well. They've you know caught teams at the right times and, and beaten them easily, so they haven't really been punched punched in the mouth outside of really uh, the first El, you know El, El Trafico of this season. Uh, they had a couple other losses before that, uh, but they were a, a little bit fluky. I think the Galaxy showed the game plan and came right out and, and stuck it to them. So when they face adversity, they don't seem to have that mental edge yet. So I I say that knowing that. Mark Anthony Kay, I talked about his quotes. We can go into what they were specifically. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the quote but, here in a second. But basically, they have this game circled. They yeah. want to win this game badly, and they have a lot of talent, and the Galaxy have already won this season at home. They may not necessarily get up for this game to the same level that LAFC wants to get up for this game. So, you know, if you, if you want to predict what happens, it may not be a positive result for the Galaxy, but again, can they keep that mental edge? That's going to be the key. Well, well let's get to Mark Anthony K. Because here's the deal: in my mind right now, LAFC comes into this with all the cards. They're, they're sitting yeah. there; they're at home. 
right? Coming off historic wins, historic. scoring goals like crazy. Everything is going their direction, yep. right? I mean, um, you know, even El, El Manor, right? Yep. He, he, came come, back. he came back. Even though, again, a little bit of a Darlington Nagby situation. That that, that dude is uh, dead. He he's bro- never going to play anymore. He broke his face. <laughs> he did, but he's back. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're really. like, season over. Season over. You know, all this, he's gone like three weeks. Okay. All right. So he's back. He's, he's back. He's playing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's, he's, he's doing that. So all these things are going their direction. Everything, like you said, there's no adversity here. So why in God's name do you say <laughs> anything that could possibly pop the galaxy off? You, because you know, as soon as Mark Anthony K said this, the LA Galaxy coaching staff was like, hey, could somebody print that out in big, yeah, big letters for me? Because I'm going to post that on the, yeah, yeah, it's going on the bulletin yeah, board. Yeah, that'd be great if we can just get that on, yeah, can, on the big screen while they train. Okay, can you, can you go ahead and just um, email that to all the players and then email it to them like seven times to Today. Just, hey, this is what your yeah. opponent sees. Mark Anthony K. Um, and, you know, I got this from uh, from K-Bax, who was, who was out working this. Uh, and, and Kevin was was like, yeah. He goes, I double-checked it. He goes, because... <laughs> I want to make sure this, to make these sure. are the actual words that came out of his mouth. Here, here we go. Mark Anthony K. talking about the game versus the LA Galaxy. We want to beat everyone. Obviously, we want to beat the Galaxy. They're trying to hold on to the last bit of what they've got in L.A., so these games are a lot to them because they already feel like they've been kicked out of a city that they never played in. Yeah, we want to beat them. But at the end of the day, if we're holding the trophy and they're not, we beat them. Was that a good dramatic reading? I <laughs> that felt was like, a good dramatic reading. You know, the, the, the douchiness really came through in that reading. <laughs> I don't. Here's, here's the thing. Okay. There's two things that happen in this. And it's, it's just they're on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes. You're like, what are you? Are you? Okay. So, hey, Mark Anthony K. Are you going after the LA Galaxy? Yeah. Because in the first part of this, you say you're going after them. Yes, you want to beat them. You want to beat them. But then you also have already built yourself you're in defeated. an excuse. You're like, but listen. <laughs> you said as long as we're ahead we lose, on points, we're fine. If we lose. As long as we're holding that trophy, <laughs> then we win anyway. It doesn't. Uh, we don't need to beat them. Yeah. To beat. And it's, but we want to beat him. So we don't need to beat him. Yeah. He kind of goes back and forth. And the one thing that it kind of reminds me of is uh, those are, you know, LAFC troll talking points. You know, they've been ki- holding on to the last bit of what they got. They don't play in the city. They were kicked out of their city. Like, you know, it's it's that one relative you had who sends the same political memes that you know are wrong and that every other, you know, being shared on Facebook and wherever it is, they're just getting those stock stock comments and they're that's how they fight back and so the fact that he's picking up essentially what is trolling what trolls use to troll the galaxy fan base he's saying that it's it's an, an insane move to me especially with the last el trafico the narrative was carlos vela best player in the league is Zlatan. how do you feel about playing in a league with the best player who's the better player you or carlos vela and that just fired Zlatan up and we saw what happened when he got fired up so you're gonna say we want to beat them, and they don't belong in the city. You you don't think the Galaxy is going to respond well to that? Good good luck. Well, here's the thing: is that we talk so much about the parody in Major League Soccer, and even as good as LAFC have been, and certainly you know if you look at the parody, you're saying there's nothing equal yeah. there. But there really is because they're beatable. They've shown they're beatable. They they are beatable, right? They fell to the Galaxy already. It, it's a difference of like you know two percent, three percent, and some of that can be made up if you tick people off. And yeah. so if you're the LA Galaxy, you put this up on the bulletin board and say this guy thinks that you're holding on, that you're not worth what you want. And for a guy like Zlatan Ibrahimovic, go ahead, yeah, fire You might him as up. well feed him. Yeah. But, but, you know, people That's also brought this up. They're like, well, Zlatan could have said the same thing and everybody would have been fine with it. Zlatan yep. wouldn't have said it. Yep. He, he makes it about him. Yes. He doesn't make it about the other Cause, team. Because the question was, are you better than Carlos Vela? And he said, me. Yes, yeah. I'm better. I'm, I'm the better. best. I'm better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Um, he, didn't, he didn't talk about fan bases. He didn't talk about, you know, although last year he did make a dig at the stadium. But yeah, but still. 
Yeah. <laughs> but at the same point, it's Mark Anthony K is not Zlatan. You you build a little cachet to be able to say the things he says because of what he's done in his career. And uh, sorry, sorry, Mac, that you ain't it. <laughs> oh my! I just again, if this goes sideways for LAFC, if they don't win this game, which I think that. you're going to find that I'm probably going to say that they're going to win this game. LAFC, you're going to win. They they have that momentum. They have all the things. The Cal- again, it's the roulette wheel, and I argue this all the yeah. time. It's been red, 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 red. <laughs> it's it coming. Comes. It's coming. It's going to be black. We're going to bet on black. I guarantee it's coming. Um, so. You know, you look at this and you say, why give them this? And if you're Bob Bradley, who seems like he's sort of a level-headed guy, like, hey, let's not get too high. He seems to understand what this can do. Yeah, yeah. He's like, let's not get too high. Let's not get too low. You know, let's let's rename him uh, a, 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 yeah, the a rivalry. Classico. Yeah, let's rename a rivalry that we've never won. <laughs> you know, that Bob Bradley. Um, whenever he's doing this, it just, he's... He, if, I wouldn't be surprised if LAFC loses that Mark Anthony K gets like sent down to like a USL team. <laughs> some, Antarctica FC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's getting transferred very quickly because y- you have to. Now you have to back this up. And granted, he didn't make any predictions or anything like that, but he sparked the LA Galaxy and it does matter. Yeah. Um, and with a game that's only a percentage difference here or there, that matters. Yep. Um, so that's big. So the other things that we're sort of looking at, obviously, Dan Stair is suspended for this game, which means he will not be playing at center back, which means the Galaxy have a whole bunch of options that we can talk about. And there's one that I prefer over the other and I have a feeling it's not going to go that way so we can talk about that uh, yellow card watch right now this is from the last game this could still change but yellow card watch Fabio Alvarez is on yellow card watch Rolf Felcher is on yellow card watch and Diego Polenta is on yellow card watch we're supposed to get updated ones. I'll probably get it on Saturday. I was going to say, um, what's the game after this? Yeah, uh, the game after this is a uh, way to Seattle. Way to right? Seattle. Yeah. Do oh. not expect to see Diego Polenta, Fabio Alvarez, right. or Rolf Felcher <laughs> in Seattle. There will be yellow card games, and those those players are definitely susceptible to getting cards. Uh, two yellow card, uh, they'll be suspended in two yellow cards for Joe Corona and Julian uh, Araujo. Now, sometimes if you play five games, you get to release release one of these, and so we'll see if anybody has cleared that hurdle okay. on Saturday. But right now, that's the list I have from the previous game, so we can take that and look at it okay here's the big thing uh no dan staris so everybody immediately went to this and i said whoa pump the brakes a little bit because we remember the last game there was some success in a certain formation here uh and that is moving diego polenta and people gonzalez back to center back together Mm -hmm. because that makes the most sense they're both and then you can put that's my vote jorgen shelvick on the left hand side here's why i don't like that (laughs) Uh, Carlos Vela is going to be attacking on the right-hand side, which is the left-hand side defense of the LA Galaxy. Um, And that means that you're putting Jorgen Shelvick on Carlos Vela. I don't see the issue here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Again, for those of you not watching uh, on YouTube, uh, there was a a smile and a wink. uh, Definitely not. Yeah. uh, Yeah, that's concerning. I I get it. Because in my mind, yes, you'll have Diego Polenta there as the backup, but LAFC throws so many numbers forward, he's going to be busy with other guys. So you don't want to just shield. Here's the other deal is that the success the Galaxy found in the midfield and on defense was Jonathan Dos Santos guiding Carlos Vela into Diego Polenta and Diego Polenta knocking Carlos Vela on his butt. Yeah, on more than one occasion. Yeah, and, and listen, this game, if you expect the LA Galaxy to get a single call in this game, don't. Okay, don't expect that. Away from home. Away from home. The (laughs) most fouled team in Major League Soccer. The way they play draws fouls, and then they're gifted other fouls. And so all of that is going to go towards LAFC. And given how the last game went with the El Munir uh, injury and with the chippiness, you know, I'm sure the league and and referees will be watching this game a little extra carefully. So it wouldn't be surprised if there's, uh, you know, calls don't go the Galaxy's ways because it seemed like they got some fair treatment earlier. Uh, but back to Polenta, I, the reason I prefer him in the middle is because um, when you put him on the left, you know, you're you're using him as an offensive weapon moving yep. forward. Yep. So if he's moving forward and building to be a part of the attack, 
I think he's much better, you know, especially away from home, staying in the center back, staying home, and, and kind of hoping that, you know, when they get past those, you know, Shelvick eventually, that Polenta is going to be there waiting for him. To me, I feel better about that than putting uh, Polenta out left, moving him forward, and then if you have Romney in the middle, uh, you know, or whatever options you put there, I feel less confident with them in the middle if they happen to break through uh, because we know this team on the counterattack, the Galaxy team on the counterattack, does not do well. So if Polenta gets caught up, uh, I'd rather have Polenta in the back making that tackle. You, you know, one of the things that the Galaxy did so well against LAFC the first time is allowing and drawing that pressure to him, holding that ball for that split second yep. longer and making the pass out. It's really what LAFC did to San Jose whenever you mm-hmm. watch the pressure that they put on uh, mid midweek. Um, and it's that understanding. Here's the thing that this is one of the reasons why I think you're okay not going with Jorgen Shelvick um, out on the left-hand side or, or, or going with Jorgen Shelvick on the left-hand side and moving Polenta in is that I think that Bob Bradley isn't going to just roll out the same tactics there and say, okay, we're going to try this again because that's, that's work. stupid. It didn't work. Yeah. Um, you saw, and everybody's like, well, Carlos Vela got two goals and Zlatan got three. It really was a close game. Mm. Carlos Vela was offside on the second goal. Everybody knows this. Um, <laughs> and so, one was a penalty. Yeah, and, and, and all those things. So, you know, the addition to this is also once you get out of that defense, um, there's guys who have to have imp- big games in this. I mean, it, listen, it's a cr- it's multiple guys. You yeah. have to have big games against LAFC if they're going to win this. Uh, it's obviously Zlatan Ibrahimovic has to have a huge game. He needs to score goals. He I needs think, to score three or four. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think he needs to score three or four, but <laughs> four. I think the, to me this game hinges on someone else. But go on. Okay, uh, Christian Pavone needs to create chances and release pressure. That's the ticket right there. He's, to me, this is the Pavone game. This, uh, you know, you talked about holding on to the ball for just the right amount of time and then releasing it at the right moment. That is Christian Pavone's game, oh. and and to me, he he is someone that I think can make a big impact on this game. You know, if you feed Zlatan and Zlatan gets his, that's great. But Pavone, the way he's been playing, he is due. I think he's due for a goal or two. And I think this we can look back at this and call this the Pavone game. The Pavone game. This is this is this will be it. The Pavone yeah. game. Okay. To me, to me, I'm I'm that's that's where I'm uh, I'm placing my bets on green for Pavone. Not right. red, not black. Going green. Going green. The odds aren't aren't in my favor. Double O. But when it hits, it's gonna taste oh so sweet. Double O. Um, <laughs> Fabio Alvarez has to have a huge game. Uh, he's the distribution in that center. He has to find the the those little creases and in, inside and in the offense to be able to open up guys like Zlatan Ibrahimovic or Christian Pavone, who then finds Zlatan Ibrahimovic. All of these things have to be working and moving correctly if they're gonna beat LAFC. Yeah. I, I look back to the third goal of of the first El Trafico where it was the little dink and dunk one touch passes. Fabio just making things happen. Those are the types of things he's going to need to do uh, because LAFC is going to come out quick. And then again, just quick distribution, finding those little pockets, like you said. Uh, Again, him and Pavone, to me, it's like a package deal. He plays well, Pavone plays well, Pavone plays well, Fabio plays well. Uh, Jonathan Dos Santos has to have a great game. Defensively. Yes. The Seattle game, just an absolute monster of a game. Uh, you know, shout out to Sophie who also uh, co-hosts. You know, we she was kind of down on on Jonathan and I. I understood her point of view, but if you watch that game against Seattle, that was the Jonathan Dos Santos. If you talk about consistency, uh, you know that was the Jonathan Dos Santos that we want to see making tackles, tracking back, uh, breaking plays up. Uh, that's who we're going to need against LAFC. Uh, and then whoever's playing that left back position, because you have Carlos Vela who's going to be attacking. You cannot let him cut inside on the left foot. He's going to find space anyway. Um, so then if you're talking about the left back who also has to be big and the other that's Shelvick, whether it's Polenta, however, yeah. uh, Guillermo Verschelotto sort of does that. And by the way, I think it's going to be Shelvick out there on the yeah. left. I think it's Polenta and Gonzalez in there. I, I, I still, feel like that's the only move. Yeah. I would have rolled the dice and put Romney in. I'm just telling you, you can uh, hate at, me all you want. At left or in the center? Uh, in the center. And I would have allowed uh, Diego Polenta to go, yeah. to go out left. I'm, and, I'm okay with that. I'm better. I'm 
I'm better with that than Shelvick in the center. Yeah, people are suggesting. It's, I don't want. It's not going to happen. No, yeah. I don't like that at all. Um, so that's big. And then a guy who has to come up big because he hasn't um, at some points, and he's cost the team points sometimes. David Bingham has to come up big, and yeah. I think he's had some great games. Um, but I think he's susceptible to mistakes. And I was going to say, you brought me down. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> because sorry. I was feeling really good. You were naming right. off players that said, yes, yeah. this is how this, they're going to help. This person can play. This is, this, what, yeah. this is where they're going to make the difference. You say David Bingham, he needs to come up big. Uh, the way LAFC plays and peppering the goal, this, uh, that's a weak link to me. I think uh, he, he definitely can be one that uh, could cost points. And Tuna, Pavone, I mean, you're going to get the starting lineup I think that everybody expects. I don't think uh, Guillermo Barrichello is going to go hold anything back. He could. I mean, he could put somebody like Antuna on the bench. Um, start somebody. Yeah. You could put Leggett out wide. Leggett out wide. The way Leggett's been playing, if you have Leggett, and Corona, Dos Santos, all on the field with Pavone, uh, and then Fabio. That, I mean, that's not horrible. That's a lot of people who can hold on to the ball and, and distribute. Then, then and, you bring Antuna in with some tired legs, which people yeah. said, hey, that might be the, his best spot. So again, these are all things that you're looking at and saying the LA Galaxy have the pieces. And there's no team in Major League Soccer that can't be beaten by the LA Galaxy when they're playing well. Um, they've proven that over and over again. If LAFC decides to have a night, um, the LA Galaxy need to have a night. And if they don't, it'll get ugly. It can be an ugly one. It, it can it be, potentially absolutely. Potentially can be, yeah. And, and that, you know... I again, I don't see this game as being the key to the LA Galaxy's playoff run. This yes. is not it. This is not where it's gonna we're gonna make our bones here. No, it's it's the next games after this, and so if the Galaxy end up losing this game, that's the thing. The only thing that sort of helps, I, I think, you know, in the whole scheme of things, is what happens in the playoffs. Now, LAFC got over the mental hump. Listen, being in the playoffs is totally different. Yeah, and that mental. Ask LAFC how how Real Salt Lake felt about him last year. It's uh, it's one of those. Yep. It's one of the games that's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, I'm hoping I'm going to be there. I, I, I'm, I'm credentialed for it. I should be there. Uh, I'm moving in that that morning, so <laughs> it's whether or not I can leave <laughs> my luck. pregnant wife at home to While sort of be moving? like, yeah, you ask her to move the boxes. Yeah, instead? just be like, hey, you All know, right. I'll save a spot on the couch for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Good see luck. if I make it, but uh, yeah. I'm trying and planning on doing. It. All right. Uh, do you does 5:38 have a prediction? Did you look at that? Or oh, <laughs> I looked at it. You don't want to. You don't want to see what 5:38. I has. do. I want to see. 538 has LAFC with an 80% chance for a win. I don't think I have ever seen a team with an 80% chance for a win. So LAFC, 80% chance for a win. LA Galaxy, 8% chance for a win. And then a 12% chance for a draw. Um, I, the I, odds are in the favor of, L, of LAFC. I, I, I think LAFC should be the favorite here. Um, but 80% to 8%, that's, that's sounds like wild. A good, that sounds like a good betting line. That's wild. That sounds like one, <laughs> one of those, uh, yeah. you can do it. Um, 8%. Somebody in the chat room, 8%? <laughs> I um, think the milk in my coffee is a higher percentage than that. Yeah, Logan says, hey, Josh, can you bring your wife to work one day? Um, I don't think she would like that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe whenever the youngster's born, we can we can make that happen. But um, Live show appearance. Live show, yeah. From young guestmen. Yep, that's right. We'll see. We'll see if the little dude can, uh, can show up. Um, so anyway, but uh, yeah, so this is where it's at. So then, Eric, I ask you, who? what's your prediction for this game? Uh, everybody, by the way, has already yelled at me in the chat room and says that if I predict a win, that they're not going to the game. They're, they're done. Because everybody <laughs> knows, I think, outside of the very first game, oh. I've never predicted the LA Galaxy to do anything against LAFC, which is I have a feeling will yeah. continue tonight. I, I, I cannot on mic make my prediction to go against the Galaxy. I think the Galaxy can go. This can be the Pavone game. 3-2 win for the LA Galaxy, Christian Pavone hat trick. 
It's irresponsible is what it is. <laughs> it's irresponsible. Did you just, We need to give... We can do it. We can do it. We need to, a, a 20% chance at a result. You know, I'm wearing... We had the Star Wars theme there. You know, there was the, the small opening and Luke Skywalker still found a way to hit it. So we could bring down the Death Star. There was a smaller than 8% chance there. The and gal- they did it. Are the galaxy going to use the Force? <laughs> I mean, what... They, they might as well. <laughs> um, no, the galaxy loses this game. I know. That, uh, I, it sucks to hear. I, yeah, I know. What he's, a big surprise. He's right, though. <laughs> boo <Boo-boo. laughs> Yeah. No, it's, it's, you can't say this. It's just, it's one of those things. Eventually, one, there's a bunch of things moving is that you could say that the, the galaxy are that sort of mental hitch in LAFC. And, and if the LAFC can clear that mental sort of hitch and get over that, I mean, you know, they, some people were like, oh, they're unstoppable. No, they're not. The, yeah. the playoffs matter. I don't think that even if the galaxy lose this game, that a matchup in the playoffs would mean anything to this game yeah. in terms of if these two are going to play, wipe the slate clean. You're in the playoffs. It's a, it's a different oh. different set of stakes. The playoffs? Yeah. The playoffs? The we're, playoffs? Talking playoffs? we're talking about the playoffs? Yeah, but to that point, uh, history and data has not shown me that LAFC has gone the other way. So that's why you just can't. You can never count them out. Plus, it's a rivalry game. Rivalry game. That's you it. Know, this is college some, football. Yeah. This is as close is, to college football as it gets, which this, is rivalry game. Throw yeah. it all out. This whole this whole week with the, the players talking smack and the fan bases, it feels, you know, I've been texting with a friend. It feels very much like a college rivalry week. The billboards? The bill, oh, the billboards. Let's talk about Latif blessing. Poor guy. <laughs> let's say a prayer. Say, hope he gets a blessing for himself because he is he is being dragged all across the heart of the city. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. The LA Galaxy go in uh, and put up a, a, a multiple, actually. It's yeah. not just one. There's one that has two sides to it. Yeah. One side is Zlatan uh, blessing, blessing <laughs> after the, the third goal that they scored in the, yeah. in the last El Trafico. Sending him, sending him, you know, directly to his piece. And, and this is right across from, from, from Bank of California and, Stadium. And they've hold, held that real estate. They've yeah. had that, that billboard and, you know, since, since the bank was being built there. So, uh, kudos, uh, to whoever's in charge of marketing there to, you know, no words, well, no, well, no, no text, no, just Slaton sending blessing on his way. And then flip side of that billboard is, uh, the very first El Trafico yeah. where Zlatan comes on and two minutes after he comes on, he knocked Bella on his butt and, and made his little small yes, gesture, his little like fingers. his little fingers. <laughs> he was questioning, uh, Bella's manhood. I believe that's what I believe. Is that it what is. it was? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's I what it was. He was telling him how much espresso he wants. He wants just this, much, just this just much, just a little bit of foam. Yeah. Just this much. Yeah. I understand how, how it works. <laughs> um, so they have that one. They also have some other stuff up yeah, there. Some that, posters kind of yeah. spread on, on walls there with Zlatan and uh, you know him celebrating the goal it's basically all moments from El Trafico's which if you've watched them the galaxy's been successful uh, so you know kudos to to whoever put those out there and people noticed Fox Soccer noticed Arash Markazi who's an LA Times guy you know posted something about it so uh, this is good it's good for the galaxy creates some heat behind the rivalry makes the other fan base upset pumps our, our fan base up I think this is a good thing Grant Wall tweeted that this was the biggest game in soccer this weekend um, it includes all all the, in world. the world in the world hey, he said what? this is the biggest game kudos to you Grant Wall build it up go go out on that limb salesman go out on that <laughs> limb um, no it's it, it'll be a I think it'll be a great thing I don't like the 7 30 p.m. start on a Sunday I think that's stupid especially um, to, you know if you want to showcase these teams uh, to the entire country, 10 30 p.m let me tell you about some 10 30 east coast starts it's late yeah tell us how that feels it's not it's not nice yeah it's not nice at all um by the way if you are headed to the game um the the angel city brigade would like to like you to know that white is the preferred color no camo don't need to you know i did like that you know wear white no gimmicks no camo 
you know, keep it clean. Yeah, you know, I, I like that. Keep, keep it, it clean. simple. Yeah. Why do you need to get cute? There's no need to get cute. No need to get cute for this. Uh, if you are traveling to Bank California State and be safe, yes. um, don't do anything stupid. Uh, you know that, and that goes for I don't know if there are any LAFC fans listening to this. I hope they're not, but if they are, hey, great. Just don't don't your, do anything stupid. Know your surroundings, and and I think for the most part, we saw that uh, when the game was at the Diggity. Uh, you saw plenty of fans from the other fan base. And for the most part, it went off without incident. I think most people know how to get along. Um, but, you know, you now you know you're going into a different stadium, different fan base, people who, uh, you know. They're, like, they're new. <laughs> they're new. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, you know, some of the celebrations, some of the things that have happened in the past. You just, you know, be be careful of your surroundings. Buddy system. I'll, I'll use my mom's trick here. <laughs> Buddy system. Always have someone with you and know where you're walking, know where you're going. Yeah. Uh, you know, stick with your people and uh, every, everything should be fine. But uh, don't be that guy either. Yeah. Because, yes, we don't like them. We don't like their fan base. Uh, but you don't want to be the one who it falls on that creates the drama either. If they do it, try to be the bigger, bigger person if you can. But at the same time, don't be the one who's starting it. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy or girl, by the way. Don't or, be that girl. That's L- true. That lady, that's true. Let's that be lady. fair. Uh, Sunday, August 25th, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time kickoff on Fox Sports 1, FS1. I believe uh, it's going to be Stu Holden uh, who will be the color commentator yeah, on that one. I think he's the one who, who took the pictures for yeah. Fox Soccer. Does that so. mean it's John Strong then? It's usually Strong and Holden. Strong I, and Holden. I, I believe that's what... I, I ha- You know, it's I think a, I might have it here. I great like, band. Even <laughs> Strong and Holden. Strong and Holden? I don't yeah. I don't think that's it. The, the other cool thing that's going on is the watch party. So, yeah. So if, if you can't make it uh, to the Bank of California Stadium, there's a watch party at Dignity Health Sports Park. So in the, the Legends Plaza there, uh, you can get there an hour in advance at 6.30. Uh, there'll be food trucks. There'll be beer uh, on sale, $5 Modellos, $8 Micheladas. So, uh, you know, alcohol is not prohibit, prohibited on site, but at the same time, you can buy it there. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to watch the Galaxy fans. You get to go to the stadium and uh, kind of avoid the ruckus if you don't want to get involved. Yeah. Uh, you know, over on the other side of town. Party party with uh, your fellow G's there, and you could do that Cosmo, as well. Cosmo. Cosmo will be there. Cosmo will be there. Who doesn't want to hang out with Cosmo? Co- tacos, Cosmo, beer, soccer? Done Sounds like done. great. Yeah, uh, bring your own chairs, by the way. Did bring you say own, that? I did not say that. Bring your own chairs. Um, that's what I've been told. Bring your own chairs. Uh, and I think all of the uh, same restrictions in terms of what you can bring into the stadium are sort of like the same typical well, stuff. Just well, for, Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, from what I understand, it's not in the stadium. It's right? not. It's yeah. outside the yeah. stadium. But, you know, just sort of keep that in mind. Yeah, but still. Do that. Yeah, but still. All right. Uh, there we go. I think that does it. Are we good? Well, are we? Uh, I don't know. Are, do we, we have anything know. else we want to talk oh, about? wait! The stickers! <laughs> uh, why don't you tell everybody? Well, uh, <laughs> huge head. If, if you're, you're a fan of the show, you're familiar with uh, Pato and Panda in the Morning. And so they have a ridiculous mascot of that duck and panda. And I, I, I needed to get on the action. So I, I am now fully branded a cartoon Portuguese hammer, googly eyes, sledgehammer, holding a Portuguese flag, the most ridiculous looking mascot. I feel like I topped the Pato and the panda. It's, I feel like this one, this one one-upped up the crew. So I got some stickers made. They're available at cornerofthegalaxy.com. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, not yet. Eventually. I mean, I know a guy who knows Soon. a guy at the website. Soon. You know, I know the web developer there. Right. Who, but, you know, and if you see me around the stadium, you know, which I see a lot of people there, come find me. I might have some of these uh, to give to our loyal listeners. The Portuguese Hammer. Um, Get the sticker. The, can, can you <laughs> I'm tell, branded. I'm a Can thing. you tell people how you made, how you got that made and how your <laughs> wife caught you making stickers? <laughs> I mean, this All is, right. yeah. So, so I, I feel like I'm pretty good with Photoshop. 
you know, I, I can put things together. Uh, you know, I've made a few memes in my day and kind of put the heads on things. So I said, you know, how hard can it be to put, you know, some googly eyes and a Portuguese flag? And I hacked it together and it just didn't look right. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get a pro. I'm going to go to Fiverr. I'm going to pay a little money and I'm going to make this look like a legit uh, cartoon. Uh, so I go get on Fiverr. My wife texts me. She says, uh, you know, I got a credit card alert. Did you, did you do something through Fiverr? And I went, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, what exactly did you do? And uh, <laughs> I had to fess up that I was getting, I paid money to have a logo of a cartoon Portuguese hammer made. So, uh, you know, I might be hanging out with Josh on the couch. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna have to get the COG here. bachelor pad you here. You spent money on what? You did what? <laughs> to make stickers. What, what is going on here? You're a grown man. You have children. <laughs> you're an adult. <laughs> you're, you're supposed to You're supposed to be the responsible but look one. look at that guy. He's adorable. Oh, he's the so, adorable Portuguese he's so, hammer he's there. He's so cute or something. Yeah, it's good times. So anyway, yeah, those will go up on the website. I think a buck. A yeah. buck plus shipping. And the well, shipping's like a dollar. You can't send anything in the mail well, and it not cost do. a dollar. You get a scarf. You get something else, and yeah. you you add it on. This yeah. is an add-on item. This is what it's like the gum in the aisle. You just pick it up on your way out. We're we're gonna make a, a t-shirt of this, right? I, I hope so. You're the okay. boss. All right, we'll make a t-shirt of it. Too. Why not? <laughs> well, I'm gonna wear one. That's for good time. Dang sure. Done um, and done. Yeah. So somebody we, asked how much the stickers would be. Seven hundred dollars. <laughs> you don't know how much I, that that graphic the, the graphic design. You don't know how much that sent me back. The, the, the credit card alert doesn't go off for for pennies here. So yeah, oh. seven hundred bucks a sticker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes. Now, a buck. We'll go, we'll put them up in the corner of the galaxy shop. Uh, just click corner of the galaxy, click the shop button. You can find all of our stuff there, and we'll get them out to you. So that way we can do it. And again, uh, catch Hammer probably at halftime next home game as yeah, well. Yeah, I'll, sure I'll have them for you if you find me. If you don't want to pay a dollar, you don't have to pay two dollars, <laughs> whatever you want. Um, shipping's only a dollar if you order like five or whatever, however many. Get some coasters. Why not? You know, get the whole set. Do the whole thing. Yeah. We, we, uh, we have a package. lot of stupid things planned. I'm just <laughs> laughing at some of the stuff. We'll, we'll keep you informed. All right. Um, I think that does it, dude. I think we're out, um, which is it? good because I need to go to sleep eventually. It's getting close to the 24-hour zone. I'm, I can see it. <laughs> You're getting loopy. I can see it. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, uh, the, the coffee helped. Um, but it made me more loopy, so we're, we're at the end of my useful consciousness now. Um, I was even talking about myself in third person on Facebook earlier today. I was like, wait, what? I didn't mean to do that. That wasn't, that wasn't it. All right. Tell people where they can find you. Let's get out of here. You can find me on Twitter at GIS Hammer. You can also hear me occasionally on the Guys in Shorts podcast. I was back with those guys this week, so give them a follow and a listen at Guys in Shorts pod. You can also follow me on Instagram with the professional foul. That's at Galaxy Pro foul. Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L. And look for cornerofthegalaxy.com for those Portuguese Hammer exclusive stickers. Oh, exclusive. Make them sound <laughs> like they're awesome. That's great. All right, if you're looking for me on Twitter, at Jay J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Cornerofthegalaxy.com is where you can find our podcasts, our game previews, our recaps. Larry Morgan doing a great job. So again, tip of the hat to Larry Morgan not on Twitter. He's doing great. Uh, side note, Panda got got mistaked, mistaken for Larry Morgan not oh, on Twitter today. It was brutal. wonderful. Wonderful. Just great stuff. <laughs> Love it. Uh, all right, so that about does it uh, for the Portuguese Hammer, Eric Vieira. I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great, safe weekend, everybody. We'll be back on Monday. Have a great one. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. 
We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody. <laughs>